Te presentamos a Alex. Ella acaba de descubrir el centro de visión de Walmart. Ahora hago mis diligencias en un solo lugar. ¿Compras? ¿Lentes? Walmart. ¿Decoraciones? Walmart. Y lo mejor es que aceptan la mayoría de seguros, así que ahorro tiempo y dinero. Bienvenido a un cuidado de visión más fácil. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. Se aplican restricciones. Visita walmart.com para más detalles. Today, from the new star-studded comedy The Outlaws, actor and producer Adam Devine. Plus, real estate reality star Mauricio Umansky shares his secrets to success. And are we ready to crown the official song of summer? Kylie Minogue's huge hit, Padump Padump, is taking over social media. And we're talking about it. So It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So June the 20th. Man, we got a wild crowd. We sure do. Wait until we get back into our studio. It's going to be super wild. Oh, keep manifesting oh, of it. Course, of I course. I like that you haven't let that dream die. Oh, no, 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 no. We're getting that. Oh, okay, We're good. getting that. We're getting that That'll for sure. be really fun. How was your long uh, Father's Day weekend? It was good. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We made breakfast. Mm -hmm. Vanilla milkshakes. <gasps> You know, it's Wait, you made milkshakes for breakfast? Well, that's what we Mila wanted to make some sort of smoothie, but we didn't have fruit. So what did you put in there, ice cream? We put in ice cream, a little <laughs> protein powder for good measure. Okay. Some peanut butter. Um, we It was fun. We just relaxed. How was Henry? Did he get what he wanted? Yeah, I think he got what he wanted, which was to be surrounded by kids. Aww. But also at one point he goes... This is all I wanted. I go, what? He goes, just to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we usually ask for on Mother's Day. Just to be left alone. Just a five I minutes know. a piece. But I it was know. a lot of fun. How about sweet. you? How was yours? It was good. Um, Joel came and hang with the, hung with the girls. It was really fun. It was just like a beautiful, beautiful day. Oh, yeah, that's look. them. They're all What y'all make? Those were hot dogs I ordered. From the deli, because that's how... The, Wait, by the way, are those, they are, hot, those are pigs in the blanket. Don't you love pigs in the blanket? Yeah, they're not just uh, hot dogs. No, they're not. They're not. By the way, it was a great weekend. We had many firsts over the past three days. So, uh, Haley learned to ride a two-wheeler, which was... It's... Isn't that weird? No, one minute, they're like, oh, and the next minute... It's like a rocket ship took off, and Did that's it. it. Watching that, because I've told you before, mm -hmm. Poppy learned over Christmas. Mm -hmm. I tried to teach her for years. Yeah. I'm not the right teacher. No, you're not. Henry took her out for one moment. You know why? Because we're like, you can do it, do it. Like, we think Did we're you cheering teach them on. Her? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But here's the funny thing about that. I think they have these bikes now where you take the pedals off, even for older kids. Yeah. And you do it kind of like a balance bike. Yeah, yeah. So you get the vibe, and then they snap the pedals on, and then they're just oh, gone. I should do That's, that. It, it really works. So that was one first. The second first was they both learned to open a bottle of water themselves. Oh, yeah. No, but that's a big thing. It's true. You could die of thirst if you cannot open that bottle. God, happen. I'm so glad you're teaching survival skills at such a young age. You could so die that, of thirst. That. Um, uh, they went down a water slide and um, Haley swam back to the wall and Hope did it for the very first time and it was really how cool. Fun. It's just like I was thinking about how cool firsts are. Like, I did it for the first time, and it made my heart, like, and so I was thinking to myself, like, what have I done for the first time? Well, for the first time, Haley rode her bike, Hope rode hers with training wheels, and I rode mine. Y'all went on a family we bike ride. We went on a ride. family bike ride, and I said, I did something for the very, very, very first time. And I think what's funny about life is sometimes, I heard someone say this, and it really struck me, and don't think I'm weird. Okay. 
Okay. So life's like a river and you're flowing down it. And some people are like, oh, I can get Are you a lobster? <laughs> no, no. I'm just wondering, are you a lobster while you're flowing? I'm listening. You're okay. going with, you're in it. You're yeah. in the river and you think you're in it. But sometimes you're actually riding in the river, but you're in like a cup or something. You're not getting wet, but you're going Too along safe. for the ride. Yes. But you think you're in it. Yeah. And you're not in it. I realized I do that sometimes. I yeah. think I'm yeah. in the middle of it, but really I'm in this totally safe zone. I don't get the feeling of what yeah. it feels like to be right yes. in the middle of everything, but I'm in my brain. I am. I'm like, oh, but I'm totally here. safe here. It's like we need to get out of our safe zone and just get in yes. because all of it that comes with it, the good, the bad, all of it, we got to be in it. Yes. Like I think this protection, sometimes we think we're doing something right when I feel like I, you don't get the full sensation of how great I'm just floating it can, down, yes, floating down flow. the river. Remember what we had that summer? Yeah, was that last summer? I, I remember think when so. I kept making the train without checking the time. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. No, that well, was a fad. No. That was a fad. By the way, I'm still drinking AG One. Okay, okay. I'll check in next week. That's that drink. Um, okay, so do you know? Oh, tomorrow's my favorite day of the year. Why? Other than um, April Fool's Day, tomorrow is April, summer solstice. What do you mean April? I love April Fool's Day. Oh, but okay. tomorrow is the summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. It is the day that summer officially starts. And that made us figure that we needed a can't wait for that. Were you wondering where I was going? No, I had no idea. I was just following you. By the way, it's also Matt's birthday tomorrow oh, on summer solstice. on summer solstice. I know. I know it's a day early, but it's always time to celebrate Matt. Okay. So the summer I turned pretty, season two, the trailer just dropped. Okay. Um, there's no dialogue. No dialogue. But you might recognize the song. It's Taylor it. Swift's August. Oh, everyone sort of a little bit maybe remembers the feeling of one summer or one great little moment yes. or whatever it was when you were free and everything was new and, and the first time and young. What was yours? Well, my parents were super strict. So I still remember that we were in we were at Virginia Beach and I was sitting on my raft in the ocean and it was very ripply and not that big. And there was a, a, I would think I was probably nine, and I remember it because it was so profound. And there was a, a little boy on his raft, and he said, do you want to sit on my raft with me? And I know it sounds like a nothing. I sat on his raft. Wait, put your hand on the table. Okay. He was I'm like him. The, he was like this. He I was held like your this. hand? I was like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. I remember the feeling because my feet were in the water. My, we were sitting on a raft together. Wait, His hand. I like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, this is like the best moment of my whole I couldn't believe. And he started talking to me. And, we're, and I had never, like, no boy had ever yeah. attempted to hold my hand or even look twice in my direction. And it was such a, and it's so small because, you know, obviously, as you get older, there's Wait, more Wait, but stuff. then did you try to find him the whole week Yeah, well, there? because it was, I just remember my heart. I, it's so funny. Today, when I remember it, I remember that. I don't remember the stalking that I'm sure came yeah, after. I'm sure you stalked. I'm absolutely sure you what stalked about um, I have, I just have a like memory of being 16 okay. in Austin okay. where I grew up at a parking lot, mm -hmm. which is where we would go to hang mm -hmm. out, which mm -hmm. was also so yeah. hilarious, mm -hmm. sitting in the back of mm -hmm. a, a friend's pickup truck. Mm -hmm. And just listening to music, I remember what I was wearing. It didn't. It didn't really involve a boy necessarily, but just that feeling of freedom. Yes. And the summer ahead yes. of me, and country music, oh. and there was like a summer storm, so we all had to go home. But it didn't even matter. That, like, by the it's way, the freedom. I love that feeling. Of youth. Yes. 
It's the freedom. There's a great Zach Brown song about that. I can't. Free. It's oh. called Free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great, by the way. Yeah. Boom. It's called Free. It's a great, it's before, it's before everything. It's before bills and kids and totally. all the things. Mortgages. It's like oh. when you're totally free. All right. All okay. Right. Coming up next, you're hosting a game night, but your friend's spouse is over the top competitive. Me. Okay, what do y'all do? We're going to answer your social dilemmas coming up after this. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll just get fresh easy. insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up yesterday. to date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time to share some words of wisdom with our viewers in a segment we like to call Hoda and Jenna's Social Dilemmas. All right, first, I host a monthly game night at my house. My friend's husband is crazy competitive and he sort of ruins it. How do I tell her to have him tone it down? Oh, you're going to tell her to have him tone it down? Well, maybe she's close with her friend, and she's like, your husband's kind of out of control, and he makes it not fun. I know, but I would just say to him, dude, it's just a game. You know what I mean? You've said that to me, like, dude. (laughs) Just a game? It's just a game. I think it's how some people receive it. I think you can say, hey, look, we all, but some people are crazy that way. There's no way to get it out of them. That's how they play. So what should she do? Well, I don't know. Does she have to invite them? Oh, you're going there. Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering, you know, what do you, or I guess. Maybe don't have a game night when they're there. Yeah. Maybe have another kind of a gathering. movie night. Yeah. Where there's no, yeah. Competition. No, no competition. I, I sort of sympathize with him because it's like when you play, you play to win. You know yeah, what I mean? But you know the person who's like, yes, what? psych, in your face. Or you know I, that. I had the, the old boyfriend that like if the Texas team would lose, he'd like throw a chair. Yeah. I don't like when competition changes somebody's mood. But I can be very competitive, but I'm not, if I lose, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm going home. Yeah. Do you think I am? I don't know. Sometimes you get close. No, I don't go home. No, you don't go home, but you do. And but I don't you, you throw know what you do? A you know, no, this is what you do. You bring it up days and weeks later. That's what you do. No, I just try to prepare. No, you go, yeah, but remember the last time when I knew it, right? You know that thing you always say with Davey? What's the thing about alkaline? See? Oh, Davey's not here, and I believe you're talking about a, that that, that isn't a competition. That is just a 
statement that lemon helps you alkaline. Does anybody out there <laughs> no, agree? No, nobody knows what that means. Yes, they do. There's not one person who knows Where what you're Davey talking. Where is when we need him? Davey? No, but everyone at home is bored. Let's move on. Okay, go ahead. All right, Susie and I have been friends for decades. She recently I started a new using names now. at-home business selling miracle beauty products. Susie keeps pushing those project, uh, products on me, but I don't want them. I'm running out of excuses to not buy them. What should I do? Oh, just don't buy them. I don't want your product, Susie. <laughs> Susie, I love you as a friend, but I don't believe in Miracle Beauty, beauty products. It's not a reflection on Susie. No, yeah, but yeah. But I can't believe we're using first names. But she probably put a fake name in. Yes. That's okay. not a real oh. name. Oh, okay. Alias. Okay, Susie. I think just tell Susie, I already have a lot of beauty products no, from no, the CBS. No, no, that's not what you want to say. You don't want her products, even if you, so just tell the truth. Okay, <laughs> pretend I'm Susie. What would you say? I would say, Susie, I love you, but I don't want your products. Whoa. But I love you. Do the sandwich. I love you. Don't want your products, but love I you. love you. Okay. Okay. The last okay, one. Choice. My friend recently came over to my house for a visit. When she left, I noticed her self. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, Rita. Her self tanner had stained my white couch. Can I ask her to pay for the cleaning, or do I need to cover the cost myself? You cover the cost, and I'm sorry. Why? You, you cover the cost. Because she didn't you know, mean to. Wait, I put on, when I'm tanning, I put on this red stuff that stains everything. And have you ever stained somebody else's couch? Well, I try to be very careful, but I have on occasion done that. Not a, an outdoor couch. Oh, and an I try couch. to I try to wipe it, but it never will come off. Ooh. I think it's hard. But I think you just have to pay for it. I mean, we wear such stage makeup that when I get home and give yeah. Hal a kiss, yes. he just has makeup all over. It's, like, it's disgusting. You probably have it right here, right now. Do I? No, I'm oh, sure I did. Oh, that's a shock. Um, okay, yeah, sorry, you have to clean you, it. You have that's to clean your just, own couch. That's the danger of self-tanner. It's very dangerous. All right, if you get a social dilemma that you want us to help you solve, tell us about it at hodaandjenna.com and hit the connect button. All right, from Pitch Perfect to the Righteous Gemstones, Adam Devine is here. He's one of the new kings of comedy. He's got a great summer movie for us oh coming gosh, up right hilarious. after there this. There he is. <laughs> Adam Devine became a breakout star back in 2012 when he first took on the role of Bumper in the movie <laughs> franchise Pitch Perfect. Since then, he's become a go-to comedic actor in shows from Modern Family to The Righteous Gemstones. Well, now he's starring in a funny new movie. It's called The Outlaws. So he plays a bank manager whose bank is robbed the same week of his wedding, and the prime suspects are his in-laws. Take a look. How'd you guys get in? <laughs> the door was unlocked. That is weird, because I never forget to lock the front door. Ooh. You calling my wife a liar? Huh? You calling my wife a liar? Is that it? You're accusing her? You want me to get your face off? <laughs> 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 it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very oh my intimidating. God. I don't know what emotion guy. to feel in that moment. Wait, no, honestly, we all yeah. have those those moments where somebody's kidding, but you kind of don't yeah. know whether you want to laugh or cry. Yeah, especially if you don't know them that well. You're like, are you being serious? <laughs> That's the face right there. That's the exact face. Okay, we want to get to the movie. It's easy to hate this face. <laughs> we want to hear all about the movie in a second. But first of all, congratulations on being uh, the king of Bacchus, oh, Mr. Yeah. New Orleans. My gosh. Oh, what my. This was a big, this is a big deal. 
Yeah, you, you and, and Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Yep, Anthony Mackie. He was the the king of Bacchus a few years ago. So Bacchus is. I didn't realize like what a giant. Oh. No, there's me drinking. Did a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize like what a huge deal it is. It's, so you're essentially like kind of the king of Mardi Gras. No, by the way, it is a huge deal for some people. It's a life dream. Yeah, for and you, you, it was a. Life dream? Just a Saturday. No, it was, uh, <laughs> no it, it was so cool. It really, really was. And I was like, I don't, I don't look like you should get someone more regal. Like, <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins was someone to do it. Uh, Pierce Bronson would have been yeah, good. Yeah, Pierce would have been great. But then you put me in the, in the little outfit. And I'm like, yeah, you I look like a little fit. cherub. Wait, so is it true? I mean, you kind of sure. do. Well, Bacchus is the king of merriment and wine. And oh. I'm like, Um, So you and your wife bonded first over drive-thru daiquiris. I love that. It's Hoda's favorite. Yeah, so we were, uh, we like shot a movie together. We actually met on the same movie. That was my wife, Chloe. She's so beautiful. She is. I don't know how it happened. (laughs) But, uh, and uh, we were driving together and we had just met each other and we're driving from New Orleans to Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. And she stops and goes, hey, we should get drive-thru daiquiris. And I was Mm -hmm. like. <laughs> it was it was love at first daiquiri. Did you know then yeah. you went, were going to marry her or prayed? Uh, yeah, it was like this girl's very, 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 very cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I should uh, marry her in eight years. <laughs> Is that how long you dated? I took, I took my what, sweet Why time. did you take yeah, that long? Yeah, that's too long. I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know me, years? Hoda. I'm a bozo. <laughs> I'm going to blow it for years before I get it did right. Did she have to do an ultimatum thing or did you just go ahead and... Yeah, there, well, no, there wasn't an, an ultimatum. It was like she told me the exact ring that she wanted. <laughs> and she was just like, way. in case you're looking, <laughs> this is the exact <laughs> ring I would like in case you're looking. And you better yeah. be looking. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, okay, wait, let's talk about this movie. Yeah. It yeah. is hilarious. Yes, thanks. And your, your, your in-laws are two of the coolest people ever. Yeah, I mean, obviously, wildly intimidating if your in-laws are Ellen Barkin and Pierce Brosnan, uh, you know. So. How, did, did you, how did they come on to the movie? How did that work? How did that come to be? So uh, that this script was, the, the Ben Zazov and Evan Turner wrote this script, and they brought me the idea like eight years ago. Oh. And I wrote it down in a notebook. I'm like, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah. And then blew it and <laughs> lost that notebook, forgot all about the movie, and then found the notebook in an old box. And I was looking through, I'm like, this is a great idea. And I hit them up, and they were like, we didn't do anything with it. We thought you hated it. Oh. Wait, what? And then, so then I brought it to Netflix and we sold it there, and then we brought Adam Sandler on to help us produce, which obviously he's a legend. Yes. He knows what he's doing. So it was the dream and come true. And to hear Piers and, and Ellen oh, and Barkin. signed on initially, like I was at a baseball game with yeah. my family, and my dad is like, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> are you crying right now? And I'm like, Piers is doing the movies. Like, hold it together, all right? We're in public. You're my son. Oh my okay, God, well, that's a, it's a great movie. It's so much fun, but you're not leaving yet because you're going to okay. stick around and play one of our favorite games. Don't look back. Coming up right after this. All right. We're back with Adam Devine, who's starring in the new movie, The Outlaws. And since Adam is a fun and funny guy, <laughs> we figured he'd be perfect to play. Don't look back. Okay, our girl Dawn is going to tell us how it works. Okay, this is going to be great. So okay. you're going to be playing on both teams. So essentially, you'll be playing for bragging rights as to okay. who is the champion, okay. which is a big deal in this house. Okay. So Adam, no you'll, you'll stand up here on this pedestal, <laughs> right. and your back will be facing the wall. Hoda, you That's will go up first, and you'll okay. be standing on this okay. right here. Okay. In honor of your amazing performance oh, no. in Pitch Perfect, 
Hoda, your category is going to be musical movies. Oh. So there will be a movie title that comes remember. up. I have a terrible Adam. memory. May I just? I believe in you. I think you're going to nail it. I'll just say the words. She's never seen the movie Grease. Okay. It's true. That's is that the first right. one? Okay, That's who you're working with. But it's so crazy. here's what you... Well, you can't mouth, you can't mouth no. it. Hoda's <laughs> going to describe to the best of her ability okay. without saying the okay. title. Okay. You'll have 45 seconds on the clock, and then Jenna, it'll okay. be your Don't, turn. You're getting you're too close to me. You. Well, I would be too. Okay, so here we go. I used to play 45 basketball. 45 seconds on the clock, and go. Okay, I don't say anything. Okay. Okay, um... Hairspray. Yep. Yeah. Oh, do we have another one? Yep. Yeah. Oh, go. 45 seconds. Uh, not data, but. <laughs> but. Dada and. Dada and Star Trek. <laughs> no. The woman rhymes with. Dada, Bada, Sad. Dada. Mama. Mama Mia. Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to wake up because I just had a great morning. Great. <laughs> a dream. Dream. Not boys, but. Dream Girl. Yes, yes. Oh, the movie you were in. Ten it's seconds. perfect. Go. Um, not East Side, but West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's uh, go, Hoda. Oh gosh. Hit me oh. with it. I don't know. Greece. Greece. Greece was not Mulan one of them. Boulan Rouge. It didn't rhyme. With oh, that's anything. it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's you it. should have so said Boulan Rouge. Boulan Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> should have. Easy. Can you do rhymes? Did you like? No, that was you my did, yeah, no, that just, was my technique. You do something different. You did a good job. You can okay, do cute. anything but say the title. Okay. Now, now, in honor of all your other performances, this is comedy movies. Oh, okay. okay. This is easy. All right. We're gonna do so, it, Adam. 45 Let's go. seconds. I believe. Adam, 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 take your time. Jenna, no, you no, have five. No, 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 I'm gonna do my best. Remember what I told you. Best of my abilities. And don't look back. Starts now. Um. Okay. Oh God, I drank too much. I have a hangover. Um. I'm getting married, so I have a bunch of. Friends around me. Yes, the friends yes. who are. Friends who are married. The friends. women, the girls have. Dresses. And remember, it's the hilarious uh, 27 movie dresses. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Bridesmaids. <laughs> okay, um, I'm smart and smarter, but I am. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> She's using um, my Okay, um, uh, uh, boys. No, um, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Girls Warren. trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my gosh, one of the best movies ever, Eddie Murphy. Uh, 48 hours. Um, <laughs> um, Trading places. Blake. Oh, I love trading places. US, US. He's yeah. a king. King. Oh, uh, coming to America. Yeah, yes, it's a tie one more. Oh, too late. Uh, Mike and Dandy wedding dates. Wait, but you know what? This is perfect. Why? Because you're all winners. We're all winners. Oh, good, good job. job. And that's what we like to do on Hoden's job. What about mine? Great stuff. Who was your winner at heart? Who was better at getting the clip? You know, I'm the favorites. That's kind of a hard bar. That's hard. And welcome back. All right. And you guys can check out Adam and the Outlaws. It is hilarious. It's streaming July 7th on Netflix. All right. Coming up, real estate reality star Mauricio Umansky answers your home buying and selling questions coming up right after this. Thank you, Adam. You're always hilarious. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Long before he was a reality star of Beverly Hills, Maurizio Umansky had established himself as a real estate titan. And now he is sharing the secrets to his success. He's got a new book out. Yeah, it's called The Deal Maker, How to Succeed in Business and Life Through Dedication, Determination, and Disruption. He also owns his, he has his own reality show with his daughters on Netflix called Buying Beverly Hills. All right, that seemed like a tense moment in there. You know, it's always very tense when somebody's trying to buy a house. It's a very emotional moment, yeah. right? And they're trying to buy a house and they're negotiating. And in this particular case, that one was an off-market transaction, meaning it was not on the MLS for yeah. everybody to see. Um, and we didn't want to play around because if that house came on the market, it probably would have had multiple offers. Yeah. So sometimes it can be pretty intense. You know, you have built this incredible mm-hmm. career. It's, I mean, I think Hoda called you a titan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's great. I love that. You weren't a real academic kid. What? <laughs> I mean, just say Definitely it. not. What, so what motivated you? How did you uh, sort of create this space for yourself? Yeah, great question. So I think somewhere around when I was in my early, early 20s, um, my, uh, we, my, my family, my father uh, took a gamble in business and we lost a lot of money, mm. uh, tens of millions of dollars. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, I grew up kind of like feeling what, you know, the good life was about, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was lost and I wanted to get back there. And I realized at that moment that the only way to get back there was to do it by myself. I had to rely on myself. And like literally things just clicked and I completely changed. I went to Israel. Uh, I lived on a kibbutz. I worked on a farm. I worked in a chicken house. I worked like I literally did some crazy jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when I came back, I was just so different, so motivated. My mindset had completely changed. Mm. And then from that, and then obviously um, the help of my wife, Kyle. I mean, she is such a motivator and such so strong yeah. behind me. Um, so I think that between the two of those things, uh, it, everything really changed. Talk about that moment, because there is a moment where you decide, and you said that you took these overseas trips and you did all that kind of stuff. People are often searching and seeking, like, where where am I going to find inspiration? What made you decide to go to those places, and what mm-hmm. did you really gain from doing that? Yeah, so I basically just disappeared to Israel. My father uh, gave me $5,000 and he said, come back when you're finished with it. Finished with, with? With the $5,000. Okay. Like, that was my budget for the entire trip. I came back 13 months later. Wow. Okay? I stretched $5,000 And what did you learn? Months. Like, what were the things you I learned? I learned uh, you, uh, the wisdom of the streets. I learned how to maneuver. I learned how to, you know, deal with people. I learned how to, I, I became very motivated. I changed mm-hmm. that I handled some really lousy, nasty jobs that I can't mm-hmm. even tell you. It should yeah. be on one of those shows of talking about the jobs mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came back completely different yeah. uh, and completely motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You now have this reality show. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're not a stranger to reality TV, but what's it like <laughs> to kind of 
be the, the mm-hmm. thinner character. Yeah, completely different. Um, and this show is so much fun. We're now filming season two of Buying Beverly Hills. We're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I have been enjoying it so much with my kids. Um, I get to work with them, which really strengthens the relationship with mm-hmm. me and them as well. So it's kind of created this, uh, like it was Father's Day this weekend. And my daughter wrote me a card saying it's so much fun working with you and so mm-hmm. much fun doing all of these things. And we've gotten so much closer. Not only are you an amazing dad, but you're now an amazing friend. And like, oh my just gosh. Been A lot of people, well, since you're the pro on real estate, a lot of people right now are in this market and people say, oh, it's so tough to sell a home. It's not great. Um, How is this a good time to buy or sell right now? It's a tough market. Uh, It's since since July of last year, when the when the Fed started Mm -hmm. raising the interest rates, the market started to drop. We have now seen a stabilization of that drop. We saw the bottom. The floor is set. So now it's just a question of, you know, where are we going to get from a buyer's perspective? You actually have some choices now. Remember that during you know, COVID, we had not, we, we yeah. were literally just trying to fi- buy anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now as a buyer, you actually have some choices. And I always like to say, remember, you're not married to your, uh, to, to your to your interest rate, to your mortgage rate, you're just dating it, right? Mm-hmm. So when those rates change, you can always refinance and, and change it. Change it, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, thank you, Mauricio, and this is such an interesting book. Please yeah. give your love to Kyle. Yes, yes our yes. love, your yeah. love and ours. <laughs> I'll do and both. Check out Mauricio's book, <laughs> The Deal Maker, at today.com/book. Coming up next, a story that celebrates the strong bonds of friendship by Jenna's June mm. book club authors, named Stephen Rowling. Coming up after this. And we're back with Jenna's latest book club author, Stephen Rowley, whose newest page turner is called The Celebrant. Uh, it's a beautiful book about six college best friends who made a very interesting pack. Take a look. It's been 28 years since friends Jordan, Jordy, Naomi, Craig, and Marielle graduated from Berkeley College and officially embarked upon adulthood. Over the years, they've reunited to honor a decades-old pact to throw each other living funerals, celebrations to remind one another they are loved and valued, no matter what hardships life may have in store for them. But this time, it's different. Jordan calls a reunion that will change their friendship forever. The Celebrants is an honest, deep, hilarious story of growing up and the people we choose to grow with us. And we are so excited because oh. Stephen joins us now, along with members of the Q Book Club from Morris County, New Jersey. These la- ladies met almost a decade ago at a local gym. We are so happy and y'all are here with give us. An extra shout out because their car broke down on the way here, but here they are. <laughs> so we're happy you made it. Um, okay, so Stephen, this book is so beautiful. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me how um, the idea came to you. Uh, well. A couple things. One, I was rewatching The Big Chill. Does everybody remember mm, yes, that movie early in the pandemic? And it was a movie about the stresses of middle age and what life would be like in the back half of their lives. And all the characters were 35. <laughs> yeah, 35 years old. And as someone who was facing my 50th birthday that year, I did not find that comforting at all. So. <laughs> We're going to get a group of college friends, but we're going to age them up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because all the interesting things, uh, the dramas are in the the middle of life. You know, marriage is divorce, uh, 
we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves now. We don't just have one career and collect a pension the way we used to. I think mm-hmm. we hear a lot, like, we don't ever tell the people we love the things we want to tell them while they're here. You know, it's like they be, there are eulogies that happen at funerals, and you always wonder, what if someone had said mm. that? It, it's a beautiful idea. Did that come from a, a personal space, or did something just It come came to from you? a very personal space. I did lose a close friend from college to breast cancer, and um, mm. in that moment, oh. uh, I was in Italy when, when she passed, and I was, do I scramble back for the funeral? What do I do? And so many of our friends said, funerals are for the living. And mm-hmm. that phrase stuck with me. You know, in the end, I didn't make it, but I took a moment to honor her uh, on my trip. And they said, that's what she would have wanted. Funerals are really left to comfort the people who are left behind. And I thought, why wait? Mm-hmm. Why wait? Mm-hmm. Why not tell the people uh, we love how important they are and the impact they've had on our lives? This book is so much about the people that knew us before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those that we've known for, you know, half of our lives Mm -hmm. that can kind of hold our hand and there's no pretense. You know, Mm -hmm. we are that same person. Um, Did you, do you have that group? (laughs) Uh, Not anymore. Not after this book. No. (laughs) My college friends can relax. There's no one-to-one parallel for these characters. But writers, you know, God help you if you are related to a writer or friends with a writer. We do take little details sometime from real life. But hopefully that's what makes these friendships feel so alive on the page. Mm -hmm. And the humor is really such a big part of that book. I can already tell you're you're just funny just sitting here. But tell us about that piece of the book. Yeah, it's such an important part. Humor is the way through. It has been for all the uh, important moments in my life. But also writing a book about a group of friends. What do friends do when they get together? They laugh. Drink. Oh, (laughs) laugh. (laughs) But they laugh. Exactly. And that was one of the challenges of this book is writing these sort of inside jokes for these groups of friends that doesn't exclude the reader because I really want the reader to feel like they are part of this group. Mm -hmm. When you do. You surely do. Okay, let's take some questions from our book club. Um, First up, Lauren. Lauren, do you have a question Hi, for Lauren. Stephen? I do. Hi. Hi. Um, the first living funeral you wrote about, you made so perfectly awkward, as we imagined it would be, with their telling jokes and not knowing how to act. Is that something you've experienced? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of people ask me now if I want to have one of these living yeah. funerals. And i got to say, as a writer, you know, we're observers. Um, I don't know that I would be the center, uh, you know, like to be the center of attention in that way. Unless maybe it was a full-on roast. I was like, if we're to go for it. Let's go for it. Uh, but I would love to attend one, but it's what writers do. We imagine, right? We're sort of working through something. And I had to imagine that the first time somebody did something like this, it would be very awkward. Mm-hmm. And that's where the humor comes Plus. in. All right. Our next question. Hi, Marie. You have a question? Hi, I do. Jenna sort of stole it, though, away from oh, no. me. <laughs> asking Sorry. about um, Stephen's prior um, friendships and if this book reflected upon um, a friend group that he has. Yeah, first of all, I want this new friend group here. A, friend, right. yes. a group that meets at the gym but doesn't want to work out as much as talk about books. Those are my people. Those are my people. Um, yeah, as you touched on, there is something so important about those friends who knew you before, mm-hmm. you know, when you had youthful dreams and you didn't know how life was going to turn out exactly and know you and love you now. Sometimes those are the friendships that can help reconcile those two like slightly different versions mm-hmm. of yourself if life didn't turn out exactly the way you'd hoped. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we've got one last question from Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi. Uh, yeah, the, the story is relatable whether you're 25 or 75. <laughs> um, how did you capture that timeless energy? That's good. Yeah. You know, I'm 52. I think there's something interesting about being in this stage of your life. I have friends who are 25 years older, and I have friends who 
are 25 years younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate and value all those those friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there is a unique opportunity at this at this point in life to just to just uh, celebrate all of those friends. Um, can we also just say, because this is all about celebrating life, that Stephen had published his first book at 45, mm-hmm. um, has written three, is that right? Four. The Celebrants the four, is the fourth. The fourth yep. But just hit the New York Times bestseller yes! list for the first time at 52, and it's proof that um, with tenacious hard work. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't Keep give your up. dreams. Wow. Work hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually they can come. Wow, through. congratulations, Stephen. We adore Stephen you. That's Thank great. You. you guys, if you have not read The Celebrants, check it out. It's the perfect summer read. Head today.com slash read with Jenna or get it wherever you buy your books. Yeah, and thanks to all of our cool book club members who made the trip. That was really awesome. We'll be back right after this. Thank you, Um, you guys, Stephen, the author of The Celebrants, is heading to the NBC store. If you happen to be around, head on over. He's signing books. All right. Uh, here is our fan favorite from And Just Like That actor, he- uh, Evan Handler. Yeah, and tomorrow we're also going to show you how to melt-proof your makeup. I like that. Plus, summer hot spots and how to create an outdoor entertaining <laughs> space. Today's, okay, y'all are going to maybe get confused. Today's Tuesday, which means tomorrow is Wednesday. Bye. Bye.